to the Y Day Podcast, Season 4, Episode 18. So, last time we talked about commitment, which is very little bit uncomfortable for me, but I still followed through. Now, this episode is playing hard to get. Now, hard to get could be from the men's perspective, making it very difficult for the person to date that person, man or woman, to make it difficult for the person to date that person, or it could be just clearly a game tactic. So, I don't want to take too much of time. I have myself, uh, Max Savage, is back on here. I have Red Pill, and I have Ann Shirley, and I have Squish on this episode. So, let's get into it right now. I, don't, I wouldn't play hard to get, but I would play more desirable. I'd be like, hey, almost, almost in the, the playing the game, playing the field of, hey, well, um, I am a person that you want to continue staying with because this is what I do. This is what I will do. This is how I will continue things. Every once in a while, I will redevelop myself and be somebody new, be more attractive or do whatever I can because this is me showing you that I want to be with you and I want to stay with you. And I'm trying my best and not just keep things stagnant and add a little bit of diversity. What's up, everybody? This is Dante. Welcome to Y Day Wednesday. It is all natural. All the guys are rocky, except for Red Pillar here. He's the only got a haircut out of all of us. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got myself. I got a haircut, too. You know, it's there somewhere. <laughs> so if you guys haven't heard the voice, it's Max Savage is on this episode today. Welcome. Welcome back. He's wearing the Y Day shirt today. Yeah. Uh, much respect. The original Y Day shirt. Oh, uh, <laughs> We got Aunt Shirley, hey, Swoosh, and we are without Kylie and Alpha Monk. But, you know, it's fine. We can still get underway. Uh, the last, I mean, if you guys want to recap on the last episode, we can. We always do. If you want to add something, Max Savage, and she was on the last episode. Um, what was it about again? Because I know we're episode 18 now. We're talking about commitment. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 You, I have nothing to say. I have nothing to say about that. Of course. Wait, yeah, you have nothing, nothing to, to say, say about commitment. Yeah. Yeah. You remember we made an episode about commitment. Remember? <laughs> I was like, we talked about this. Everyone knows my side of commitment. <laughs> I have we, nothing to add besides yes. <laughs> yeah. We, we, we talked about it. We did an episode together. <laughs> you were on it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm not sure if you guys want to add more to it. I know, in the beginning of this podcast, Max Savage had a thing that he cannot stay single for longer than like a week. Really? Yeah, this man cannot stay single. That that was the whole beginning of this whole podcast. If you guys didn't know, when we first started. Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Why, why is that? It's actually, it's actually really simple. I have uh, uh, 
I guess it used to be that I had like intimacy issues. Like I had, cause I was always, always dating people, like always back to back on and on. But what's funny is we started the podcast. I was dating somebody. We split apart and then I didn't like date anybody for like actually hard date anybody for almost a whole year. I was like, Oh shit. Like this is what everyone's talking about. And I, I appreciated it more, but I did understand it's like, even with this break time or whatever, I still feel myself as a relationship person. So like, I do enjoy the, I can do my own thing and be a me person, but I was always looking forward to being in a relationship, you know? So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, yeah, like once it happens, it happens. Thank God it did, you know? Chicken is Lion King cup. I'm sorry, I was. He is the opposite of me. This is why we started this damn <laughs> podcast in the beginning. <laughs> exactly why we started it. <laughs> he was the opposite of me. Straight up. <laughs> yeah, this is exactly why. Yeah, he's he's a relationship guy. I'm not. So I mean, that was the whole. I feel you, Dante. I'm the same way. I'm saying, like, you know that. <laughs> you know, I just said, oh, and then we did an episode, Commitment. It was your idea, actually. It's <laughs> <Savage on> Commitment. <laughs> Let's do an episode about Commitment. So, I, like, ah, shit. I think that was my way of being like, hey, if, if any chick listens to this, they're going to be like, oh, this guy. <laughs> he's one of those good boys. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <some> good points. <laughs> Ooh. So ultimately, why would you say, like, you commit? Like, what gets you to commit, Max? what gets me to like to commit like just relationship wise yeah because like if you're someone who like looks forward to relationships and you enjoy all of that like how like what's the what finally like makes you decide to commit to one person over everyone else i mean it's the same to me it's like almost built into my code like it's also the same way as like being in a job like what makes you so what makes me so good at working the jobs i work at it's because i put 100% 100% into it. I'm like, yo, like, this is my job. This is what pays me. This is what has me do things. Like, I like to be able to do what I want to do because I get through this and I have to do this. Okay, cool. So I stay committed to that. Same thing with the relationship. I've just been doing relationships longer than I've been working. So, like, it's, it's, and like, like I said, like, I, I used to, I used to go on and off pretty frequently, like, during high school and everything. I was always with somebody, but it was always like somebody new. Um, so I didn't understand, like, long term commitment until I had met the person who I ended up marrying um and with that I was like all right like I get like what it is and what it takes to last in a long relationship and it's actually funny um my roommate had me watch this this uh comedy chick she was going on I forgot her name I'll I'll send it to you guys later but like she was going she's like this is my third like I've been divorced twice she's like whenever I date somebody I don't date I interview I come in there and I ask the hard questions like you got kids smoke cigarettes like what's this what's this and i'm like dead ass i do the same fucking thing like when i when i get into a relationship i don't do that like i'll do some cutesy stuff but like i feed in hard those questions of yeah so like uh this is me it's not changing (laughs) like you're okay with this i'm okay with you let's do this like that's how i see it I see. Okay, I feel it. But do you ever think that, like, it takes away the magic of, like, dating when you go in there, like, I know I'm going to commit, I know I want this person, blah, blah, blah? No, because I hate the dating part. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to get right into the relationship. Like, again, that's the that's the big thing between Dante and I's difference is Dante likes the going out, the meeting, the game, all yeah. that shit. I don't. 
Like, I want to get past that shit. Like, I hate that awkward phase of, like, what am mm-hmm. I going to do? Like, do I got to make sure I look good? Do I got to make sure? And I like, fuck that shit. I'm trying to get to the relationship. So it's like, like, this is the person I want to show off. And, like, it's really hard for me to be like, uh, let me just keep playing this game. But a lot of people play it. And it's, it's not a bad thing. It's not like a knock toward people. If anything, I'm a person who's lower because I can't. Like, I look at it, I'm like, I have too much shit to do then try to play this date game like when we when we did the uh, episode on doing uh what's it called online dating and like oh yeah and they're in shit like i was like i've never done it before so i had to try it out and i god dude that like ruined my life like a couple of months i was like yo this thing is ridiculous (laughs) and like and it sucks like i fucking hate like it's not that i don't like meeting new people because i obviously do like i'm in a retail environment i moved to san francisco new people's kind of a new thing like it's what we all do but I don't like opening myself up to every new person I meet. Sure, yeah. Even though I'm an open person, like, ask me a question, I'll give it to you. But I don't like opening myself up to somebody who I don't, like, I feel like I'm not going to see them tomorrow. Like, I ain't going right, to see them yeah. ever again kind of a thing. So I just, I always try to get through the dating part as quick and be like, yo, like, we a thing? All right, cool. And then stick with it, you know? And wow. usually my relationships stay super long. So, I mean, this one's a year and a half almost, so. Wow. Congrats, congrats, bro. Don't fuck up. (laughs) Don't fuck up, man. Don't you dare fuck up. You know how terrible it is? Like, like, okay, am I the... Because I don't know. Am I the only person, like, in 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 a long, committed relationship right now during the virus? Am I? Yeah. Because I'm gonna let you guys know. This shit's fucking hard. Like, we weren't... I don't think relationships were built for, for quarantine like this. Like, even if you think about it, even, like, really good married relationships, you still have distractions. You still can go out, go to work, go do your thing or whatever. When you got to spend 24 hours with one person every single day, it's fucking ridiculous. Like, conversation's well, hold on. done. Hold on, though. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. Do you guys not have separate hobbies? We do, except for um, her hobbies include, like – Cause okay, so I I I I do creative hobbies. I play music. I paint little things. Like I, I play video games, shit like that. Her hobbies don't mesh with mine, which is good because that means we can do things separately. Right. But how our hobbies are means that it's like we're either doing this or we're doing this. Like if I'm painting, I I I have to sit there and be like, yo, like. If I'm painting, I, I, it's either I'm by myself or you guys are there and you can't fucking bother me. And like, I Tell live in San Francisco. This shit's hell. Like, yeah. And uh, it's, I, no, I wish, I, like, wish, look, I, I want to get her to do like more hours. shit. Like, hmm? so, hey, look, I'm going to paint for the next two hours. I need silence. Yeah. Or just don't talk to me. You yeah. can't tell her that? She wouldn't understand? No, I do. I'm like, yo, like I'm, like, I'm painting. Like, everything's cool. And it's like, all right. And then it's like, oh, what are we going to make for food? Can I just say I'm painting? Like, I'm ignore not her. thinking about food right now. Like, just, just, stay, just stay quiet. Just get in the zone. Just keep going yeah. for it. I'm yeah. good. I'm saying right now, the first three times she tries to say something to you and you ignore her, she'll take you seriously and she'll stop bothering you when you're painting. That's true. I'm going to try it. Reinforcement. <laughs> I hate <laughs> saying this, but as, oh, as men, we, we, as men and as women, you kind of have to train your partner a little bit because yeah. you guys are still getting to know each other and one thing your partner should always know about you you're doing what you want to do and you're doing what you want to do you're not going to do anything else mm. that's the masculine energy that's masculine so kim i'm doing this but all so, right on to the topic <laughs> so kim said so kim uh commented she said not true our relationship is or our relationship is better and stronger because of the time we've gotten to share 
that we usually wouldn't be able to do to our jobs and projects. Yeah. How long have they, long have they been together, though? I think a year now, right? I think yeah, the same amount of time, roughly. Yeah. And I, well, they were the couple that were on the interracial podcast episode. Why are you putting in quotes? Because we were black and they were Asian. There was no interracial Why are you putting things up in quotes? Hold on. Hold on for a minute. That episode with, like, we were... Air quotes? Air quotes? <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding. I'm only getting you back as early as you said that. And one of the things that really was impactful to me was that, like, this time forced them to, like, um, relearn each other and um, find e even deeper connection with each other. Um, and so we talked about how like quarantine can like strengthen relationships or like you really like, it can break them because you're so like in the other person's like space. Oh yeah, no, at no point am I saying that this is, all I'm saying is that it's fucking challenging. Like, yeah, and that's yeah. what it is. Like if you want to be in a relationship, you need to understand that this is going to be a challenge. Like right now you're like, yeah, I want this. Then you got, it's going to be a 24 hour, seven day a week work like thing like you're in it i mean we were together every single day up until last week when she's like oh I'm like i'm going down to my parents and i'm like all right cool like i drove her down all the way to palmdale to drop her off and then drove back and we didn't see each other for a week and like we called and voice chatted and like yes mm -hmm. i can say our relationship is definitely a lot stronger now because i'm like one fucking hate calling people on the phone don't like the video chat things i'm like i'd rather you be here like but a lot of the things is like all our friends are all together like we have which is a good thing and a bad thing that we all have the same friends but like she's away so like i'm also like letting her know like what's going on with the friends and i'm like i'd rather make these stories with you than just tell you like what's going on and that's where i was like i i don't know like it's it's this quarantine has brought a lot like as soon as we came back we this is the only time i've been away from her and that's because i'm like yo like i'm doing the podcast like i'm going i have to go home for a minute and i'll see you once it's done or whatever like and that's that was my like that's i guess that's real yo, but I, I would just add to that if you feel like you're physically in her space too much now, i don't know what the physical real estate looks like we guys are staying if you guys mm. actually in separate rooms but part of the reason why um kim and hui we're able to work things out because they're able to communicate their needs. Mm. Even though they're together 24 seven, they're both able to tell each other, this is what I need in this moment. If you can't tell your girl, look, fuck off for like 10 minutes, please. Yeah, I need, I need <laughs> to leave me alone. You can't tell her, yeah. like, I don't want to talk right now. Mm -hmm. That's on you. Yeah, that's You're true. making your relationship hard. Yeah. Well, for me, it's not even a like, I want, I don't know. Like, I, I guess it's, a, it's, it's completely on me where I still, like, I love her being around 100%, but I'm also yeah. like, I want to do my own shit. And it's, it's, it's almost weird. Like, I want to be like, hey, like, I want you here, but I want you here on the shelf. Like, I want you here when I need it, but, you know, yeah, and it's not, that's, that's where it's like, that's where that, that's where, again, like, this quarantine thing has been going, hey, like, this is how I know, because I wouldn't have known this is the kind of person I am until the whole world fucking shuts down. So it's like, now I know, like, this is how I am in the relationship of, I do, I do like to have you there, but it's also good because like she lives 19 blocks up from where I am, right? And like I could just be like, all right, cool, go home. <laughs> just like push her home, and be like, all right, cool, like you got your own house, your own bed, everything's cool. I get to sleep by myself, and then I sit there and wake up the next morning. I'm like, why did I do this? I hate sleeping by myself. Come back over here, like, <laughs> come on. 
Let's get back to this. Fucking Max. <laughs> uh, well, it's good to have you on here, man. Um, thanks, thanks. You know, I, you got a hey from uh, Kylie. Hey. She's, Kim asked if you're a Gemini. Am I a Gemini? Yeah. <laughs> no. No. I'll, are you? I don't even know what you are. I'm January 21st. I'm a, I'm a Aquarius. Oh, okay. Well, like my dad's, my dad's a Capricorn and he's January 10th. And like, I spent a lot of time with him. So apparently I carry like Capricorn traits and I'm, I honestly don't know astrology and shit like that. Like I don't, so a lot of people go for it. Like it's cool. Uh, I'm not mocking on people who don't. I just, I didn't subscribe to it. You know, like I I sat there and I'm like, yo, I can learn these or I can learn about fucking Pokemon. Like (laughs) I'm going to do what I like, you know? (laughs) But I'm an Aquarius, which oh, I'm, the water, I'm the water bear. I I, I don't want I don't even want to ask you what your rising or moon is right now. So that's gonna. No fucking, <laughs> I didn't even know these things existed until I moved out here. People were like, "What's your right? What's your moon sign? What's your Earth sign?" What's yeah, your I, I don't even want to get what it. The fuck? Found him that. One. <laughs> don't even want to ask that question. <laughs> All right, so we'll get to the topic today. So topic is hard to get. Okay. Hard to get could be, you know, a lot of things. There is people who play hard to get and it could be game or it could be just people just being a-holes. All right. So the buzzwords today is, since you don't know, Max Savage, you know about the buzzwords, right? <laughs> yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So we're doing, Playhouse. Got it. so I'll explain it again. So the whole point of the buzzwords, if any of us say certain words, you get on a hot seat and you'll get three personal questions. It could be like, I don't know. How how big your you know down below is? <laughs> it could be you know how, what's your foot size? You know it could be <laughs> a lot of things. I was like, um, answer. So it's for us to ask, and it's the people who are listening or listening <laughs> to ask. <laughs> and then uh, how big your personality is, man? Come on, come on, man! <laughs> Everybody on the chat's eyebrows go. <laughs> Come on, man! <laughs> All right. So, buzzwords today is uh, attentions and playing games. Okay. So, I did say playing games, so it's fine. I only said that because you know we didn't we didn't establish it yet. But I won't I won't say it. <laughs> I might say so it. Everyone's clear. The rules apply to everybody except for Dante, apparently. Oh, what? <laughs> so we all he know. Runs, he runs the shit, so he gets, he gets to pick which time, what time the rules are, you know, go into effect. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I won't, I'll probably might end up saying that word. It's definitely. I might say those two words. This is, this is a hard one for me. Yeah. All right. But uh, I'll, I'll work on it. All right. So first question I would ask. How do you define being hard to get? We'll start with Max. First person. So define hard to get. Um, well, it's, I mean, it's kind of self-explanatory. Hard to get is somebody who's making it hard to acquire, you know, um, when it comes to like relationship wise or like dating wise, like pre- this, I see it more pre-dating than post-dating. Uh, pre-dating hard to get is like somebody who, you know, makes you want to work for it because that's kind of the, the deal for it. It's like work towards being in the relationship with somebody. Um, yeah, that, that's where I, I see it as. Uh, and Shirley, what defines uh, hard to get? I think realistically, no one's really hard to get. What makes someone hard to get is someone who's like, not like on the same page as you. So like, 
um, we can be flirting and we can have like back and forth, whatever, whatever. But like being hard to get is someone who's like, ooh, I almost said it. <laughs> someone who's like, um, ooh, damn. <laughs> say someone it, say it. Like, you won't. I, I'm trying my best. <laughs> someone who's like uh, inconsistent. <laughs> um, and not like being truthful about the situation you're in. Well, that's like one word that could be grouped in one word. The <laughs> <laughs> word, but like that's what makes someone hard to get. It's like okay. Okay, you said we're gonna. You said you said we're gonna do this. We're not doing this. Now we're doing something else. Da 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 da. Ba- this back and forth, like that's what makes someone hard to get. Which I don't. That's how I define it. Mm. Um, Personally. Yeah. Does this make sense? <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. I mean, hard to get is, yeah, it it, it is. Uh, <laughs> it could be someone just being. I, I feel like the definition would be is this someone who is just making it difficult. I mean, putting stumps and challenges there to date. I mean. It, you know, there's there's so many walls and things like that that people have, so many, like, obstacles. Like, you have to jump, like, wires and barbed fences just to get to their vulnerability. The thing is, like, relationships shouldn't be like that. I think they should be, like, um, they should make sense. Like, there's, there's, there's supposed to be, like, fun and stuff, but you shouldn't have to be, like, reading between the lines and trying to figure out if someone, like, actually likes you or, and, like, stressing over the fact that they want to be with you or not. Like, that's, that's too complicated. And that makes, that makes the relationship not even worth, like, um, in my opinion, like, getting to know them even deeper because that, that's just not, I don't know, it's just too hard. I don't think it has to be that hard. I guess I got a question. Um, do guys play hard to get? Fuck yeah. Okay. Like, what, what are what are examples of that? Because like, I I don't know. Because I don't play hard to get. Like, I'm I'm out there. I'm like, yo, like, blah blah blah. I do know almost every chick I've ever talked to has in some way played the hard to get game. Okay. Well, in um, my experience. Of course, man. Yeah, so I was like, word this carefully. They played it like that, but it's also it's also on the fact that like it might might I don't know. Um, but a lot of guys always holler at girls all the time, even if they want something or don't want something, they do. And girls almost build up a tolerance to it of like, oh, this guy's just doing this, this guy's doing that. So it's almost like like a natural defense. And I feel like that's why when when we experience it, like, oh, they're just playing hard to get. It's like, nah, dude. When this chick's got dudes all the time going like hey yo what's your number hey what's this hitting up on instagram liking every <laughs> picture and doing shit it's like I, I i do say that that is still like being like hard to get but at the same time it's really what it's doing is weeding out the, the people who are just in it for fun and in it to just be who they are versus ones who are actually wanting to 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 be with that person that's how i see it i don't see hard to get as a bad thing if it's done right uh, sure. but of course it could yeah. go wrong but that's why i'm like i don't know what men do because i don't see myself doing it i don't really know guys to really play hard to get besides you know just like playing the field you yeah. know just sitting there and like oh like i'm talking to a bunch of girls to see which one i'm the most interested in i don't really consider that really hard to get 
it. It's just like, I'm not about to be like, oh, I'm talking to three girls. And then the first one that who happens to show up, oh, I'm going to give her everything, you know, like, I mean, <laughs> let, me, let me figure out which one's the one I want to be with in case I make a mistake. You know? So I, I can think, chime in there. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. Playing hard to get. Right. Really good at those. Yeah. So I believe dating, and when I say dating, I mean dating in the West. It's very yeah. different in the East, right? It's totally, totally different. In the West, there is a song and dance to dating, and you can either ignore the song and dance but have a hard time finding somebody, or you could learn the song and dance and just learn how to play. Like, you, yeah. can, you can learn how to do it right, and you'll pretty much get what you want seven times out of ten. Right? Yeah. So how do guys play hard to get? So I occasionally – so essentially, like, if I'm in a bar or I'm in a club, even if I initiate, I, I kind of steer the conversation in a way where she kind of feels like the girl I'm talking to or the girl I'm trying to pursue – Mm. Kind of feels like she has to like prove herself a little bit. She's used to guys who come up and are all like, "Oh, hey, beautiful, let me buy you a drink." Yeah. And then uh, so I'll I go to the girl, you know, they just they're super guys just throwing themselves be ready for it. I don't. I'll come up and I'll start a little conversation and I'll start chatting with her for a bit. I'll ask her what she's drinking, and right when she she's probably gonna think I'm gonna buy her one. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna try that and I'll order it for myself." Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then maybe ask a question like, "Oh, are you in school?" And then she'd be like, oh, no, I'm not in school. And I'll just go, oh, oh. Like, just, just a little subtle, like, oh. You know, She's and like, then. Oh, I'm not in school right, because I, I might graduated with a PhD. <laughs> or, I hate saying this, like, I actually, have, I actually have a story from the field, right? <laughs> air so, quotes. Be careful with the air quotes, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, Silent D was there. What I would do is I would start a conversation with the girl right we're dancing it's real high energy and right when she feels like there's a bit of tension being built up and something's gonna happen i just leave i've seen it <laughs> Wait, please please tell me do it you do it like mid-sentence like you sit there and you ask a question like yo so what's your favorite color she's like actually i really really just turn around so I was talking to this, I was talking to this girl, and then like we were chatting up, and then we just got drinks, and I put my hand like right like, on her lower waist, mm-hmm. and I kind of leaned in for a bit. I was like, "Oh shit, hold on one second. Oh, <laughs> oh damn. And then, and then I came back like six minutes later, and uh, I closed. But you know, so that's I think that's that's guys playing hard to get. Guys playing hard to get is really riling your interest, and then just like mm-hmm. stonewall. Yeah, that's attractive. That's the game. That's the seduction part, right? That's fun. Yeah. Right. But like in the context that I was referring to, it's like, okay, let's say you're seeing like the girl you were talking to earlier, she'd probably think you were playing hard to get. Like girl number one would probably think you were playing hard to get. Because you're not like defining the relationship. You're like investing and then not really investing. And so that like that's what I mean. Mm. Right. But I, I would say just from hearing you guys talk about this, I do feel like maybe I'm lucky in a way that I just haven't experienced. Like people play hard to get, but it's like, for me, it's like initially it's like, I just take that as indicators of disinterest, right? Yeah. So I think people who really get led on by others playing hard to get didn't catch the signs early enough. Mm -hmm. Because when someone's playing hard to get, they're still sending you like indicators of interest. Yeah. Like, they're still, you know, 
And it's just kind of like a frame game, really. It's yeah. just uh, they're testing the frame. And when we're dating, we're always trying to project ourselves some way. We have to. It's the way it is. Nothing wrong, but we're just projecting ourselves. And it's a way of kind of projecting a higher, like, dating marketplace value, essentially. Sure. So. All right. So um, I have someone ask a quick question on here. Yeah. Um, how do you tell between someone telling you to try harder or give up? So I'll probably Markel. All right. Try harder or give up. I'll start with give up first. Someone's telling you to give up when they give you nothing. And they give you nothing. And they absolutely give you nothing. Yeah. Even if they're just like chatting a little bit, if they're, if you feel like the conversation is dry and you are the conversation and they're not participating, they're telling you to give up. If someone's telling you to try harder, they may bring up scenarios. They're giving you something and they're waiting. And they're waiting for you, right? And then time frame. Someone telling you to try harder. Okay, typically I have a question though. Mar Marco, are you, saying, are you saying this specifically in person or by text, social media? I mean that all across, all across the board. Oh, that's true. Right? If, someone's, if someone's telling you give up, they're giving you nothing. These are the people who are going to make you wait seven, eight, nine hours for a one-word reply. That's telling you to give up. Someone who's replying really fast and be a little bit boring of a reply, that's a try harder, mm. right? Or that's a sign, just like try and escalate it, or that's a sign you're a little too available, right? Um, someone who, if you say, oh, let's go on a date, and they're like, oh, yeah, let's go, and then maybe they kind of cancel last minute or get a little funny last minute, that's try harder. Mm -hmm. But if someone is just like, oh, well, I don't know what I'm doing that weekend, and then it doesn't say anything, that's give up. Okay, okay. Hopefully that, that answered. Actually, the person who asked that question is the, the cancer hater. He got uh, the guy who was a cancer. Oh, Sorry. fuck. Of course. <laughs> I mean, if you want to sit there and really ask yourself, they're probably telling you to give up. <laughs> Cancers, of course. Of course that's Of course. Of course. All right. So Damn we those cancers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare they be born where they where they're born? Just a wet Was that like early July? I think my mom's a cancer. It's like early July at some point. Like, I don't know. How yeah, dare you? Like late June. Asshole. I don't fucking know, man. You terrible person. <laughs> I don't know. You summer baby. How dare you? All right. So is playing hard to get wrong, or should people do it? No, people should do it. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't mean to jump out, but yo, people should do it. It's fine. It's yeah. open. <laughs> it's open. So, people should do it when they should do it. Yeah. Right? They, yes, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. Like, if you have a great feeling about somebody and they're open and they're trying, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't play. You shouldn't play. But if someone's, honestly, if someone like me is coming up and I'm talking to you and I'm being very charming and I'm doing the little touch and go, you should probably do it. Mm. <laughs> Or, or, or someone who just, who, somebody who is experienced in dating, someone who's experienced in, in day game, right? Like, you should probably play hard to get with that person. Because if you get sucked in the frame, you give up the game too early, it's boring. Should you right. keep playing hard to get even in a long-term relationship? I was going to ask that. And We're my is, fuck no. Like, <laughs> you're in the relationship. There's no reason to play games. You've already committed to the person. I already said it! With the person. <laughs> Pause. Oh, what? Pause. Quick pause. I disagree. I disagree. Just oh, that's fine. Word. 
He did. I did. I said the I said the buzzword, but let me. Oh let, shit! What was the uh, we'll, we'll get back to we'll get we'll get the three questions or whatever. But I want to hear what you got to say first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so here is the big fact: you guys have all heard the phrase seven year itch," right? Yeah. Seven years. When you date someone for seven years, you date someone for an extended period of time. Puppy dog is gone. The plateau is gone, and now you're kind of losing that person, right? Kind of like diverging away. It's time for the second seduction. Seriously. Uh-huh. You will have, if you're in a really, really long-term relationship, you will probably, if your reason is really, really strong, you might have to reseduce your partner every three years. It's yeah, just the way it works. And, at the, yeah. and, you, and that means you have to do things to elevate your status, elevate your appearance, elevate your date, perceived dating level, and also play a little hard to get, right? Uh-huh. And for, as for girls, that means maybe you should tease your man a little bit more than you normally do and then don't give it up for like three years. That's brutal, but it's like you're married. It's not going. Hey, to. Don't don't listen to this guy, ladies. Two weeks. That's too much. <laughs> I'm not waiting for a whole paycheck to come in to be like able to get some. Like, you know, one right. week. One and week then, is a good amount of time for there to be a pause. <laughs> like, I feel like uh, one week no, is. Good. You have to reseduce your partner. You kind of have to make them think that you're now a different person who's more attractive than the person you first started dating. Which yeah. theoretically you should be since progression. As yeah. for men, what does that mean? Maybe it's time to lose that spare tire. Maybe you give up drinking for a few months and you clear your skin up. Maybe you grow a beard. Maybe you just start seeming, not seeming promiscuous. Maybe you just seem a bit more available than normal, right? You're not actually doing things like going out and dating and talking to girls, but maybe you just seem more like a dateable option. Mm. Make her a little nervous. Tell you wrong with that. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> <we> got quiet. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm, I'm well, not. like everyone agreed, but nobody wanted to say yes. <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I appreciate I appreciate because I didn't even think like on that aspect. And I think that's great. Now, I, I still would say that when it comes down to it, if I were to get in that position, because I've been in a relationship that was five and a half years, and I 100% say that everybody needs to change in a relationship because people can't. Over years, every five years, I believe you're a different person because think about who you were at 20, who you were at 25, who you were at 15, completely right. different people. If you were the same person, each one of those, you have a problem. Because no one is perfect, you know? Like, everyone needs – and it doesn't have to be major differences, minor differences in it. When you're in a relationship, both parties also play that same thing, of like changing themselves a little bit. Men, I've noticed, are harder to change when they're in a relationship because they're more like, no, this is who I am. This who. So it's almost say, like, you shouldn't change for the person. You should change for yourself. And one of the things that I've always told people is, like, change is a, is, is a harsh keyword. A lot of people think change is a negative thing. Change is not negative. Um, right. What people assume is change means to make different from what you were before. And I don't believe that. Change is adding something new. So like, I am always going to be the person I am. Always. Always till the end of time. But change will be like, I'm going to get rid of this gut. Or I'm going to stop drinking. Or I'm going to do this or that. That is a change. That is a minor difference. But I'm still exactly who the fuck I am. You know? Um, if I would, I see myself playing the hard to get later. I don't, I wouldn't play hard to get, but I would play more desirable. I'd be like, hey, almost almost in the, the playing the game, playing the field of, hey, well, um, I am a person that you want to continue staying with because this is what I do. This is what I will do. This is how I will continue things. Every once in a while, I will redevelop myself and be somebody new, be more attractive or do whatever I can because this is me showing you that I want to be with you and I want to stay with you. And I'm trying my best to not just keep things stagnant and add a little bit of diversity. 
Right. I do want to say add one part to that. And this is for all the men because I'm I'm a man and I can oh. only speak to the men. Unfortunately, yeah. right now I'm trying to pretend that I know everything about women, but I know a lot about men because I'm a guy. You think your girl will want to fuck you when you do the things she wants you to do. Your girlfriend will never give you as good of sex as she will when she thinks another woman wants to sleep with you. I guarantee it. Right. And not because you're flirting with another girl and now you're in the doghouse, because you guys went out, that girl was looking at you, and you didn't even notice it. She's going to go home and rock your world and go, babe, what was that for? Oh, nothing. I just miss you. No. She saw all eyes on you when y'all went out, and she had to go and, and claim her territory. So I always tell my guy friends, if you want to stay fuckable to your woman, be fuckable to all women. Don't actually sleep with them, but look at it that yeah. way. Yeah, don't sleep with them. Just just be just be something that other people want, too. So if other like, girls wouldn't fuck you, your girl's not going to fuck you. True. <laughs> Damn. She's not gonna enjoy it as much. We're just gonna be thinking about your best friend when she's doing. So. Yeah. But, <laughs> it's like, I mean, you know. Damn. Women like like what they you know they like to like be possessive and like mark their territory and whatnot. But I don't think it's healthy to build like insecurity in your partner. Like, right? Well, you're, not, you're not building insecurity in your. Yeah, partner. I was gonna say it's not it's not building because you're with your partner. Yeah. You're, like you're, you're not you're not you're not playing you're not you're not sitting there and going like oh well I'm gonna go like talk to somebody else on the phone or like like text somebody else or like try to try to build like a negative towards it's it's all it's all positivity it's building uh, more more confidence in yourself and building building more positivity for yourself I don't see that as 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 a bad thing like that's that's good like I I agree like you want to want to do this you want to want to like make yourself a little bit better every time you get and you want to be able to to tease. You know, keep because that's what keeps relationships going is something new, something different. Same vanilla shit every day. Get the shit gets boring. I'm, I'm gonna say it right now. Like I was in a relationship where I felt like it wasn't going anywhere because it wasn't. Like every day felt exactly the same as the days that were before, the months that were before. And I'm like, oh, well, this this relationship's done. Like there is no building to it. Like I'm not. Like I I feel like I've changed enough to where like it's met where it needs to go, and yeah. it, there's nothing being built off of this. This relationship isn't good enough. All right. Is it time for the questions? Yeah, let me get right, these questions. So we got the comments here. Kim says, maybe not hard to get and more like, babe, come get this ass. <laughs> yeah, if a girl said that to her man, it would totally work 100% of the time. <laughs> it doesn't work that way when you're a guy. Yeah, I can't be like, babe, come get this ass. <laughs> She's going to be yeah, like, uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't judge. Don't judge. Like, no. <laughs> but, you know, Never. if you tell, you, tell, uh, you tell your girl, you know, come get this plumbing, she's not going to do it. Like, she's not. She's not, <laughs> no, what? But if you tell okay. your man, you have three seconds to get in this room, and I'm going to do something for you, he's, like, sprinting. You saying both sides. Yo, I'm in that room before you even count to one. You kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> I could be down. I could be outside. I could be lost in the garage, and I'm, I'm in there. I'm teleporting. I'm bamping <laughs> that shit. So, Bam, I'm in that room naked. <laughs> all right. So the freaking question. I'll get to your question, Donish. I saw your question on here. Let me get those three questions. All right. I'll say it first. Hey, Max Savage. What up? Do you eat ass? Yes. I knew it. I fucking knew it. I fucking knew it. <laughs> yeah, duh. Everybody knows this. That's fucking a knew it. Question. I want to know. Question. Hey, Max, are you Jewish? Yes. I wanted to make sure and clear that out of the way because we said this in our last episode. I'm like, well, well, this motherfucker comes on here again. I'm going to say something. <laughs> question number two coming from me. What was the most physically painful sexual experience you ever had? <laughs> fuck uh i remember one time i was dating this chick and she was like yo i'm gonna stick a finger right up your ass 
with like nothing, like no preparation, no nothing. I was just like, uh, and you know, I'm not even expecting anything. So I'm like, I'm, I'm not tense, but I'm not like loose or whatever. Like it's just there. And, yeah. and I get it. Like I get why women are like, no, no, you need to make sure that things are ready to go before things like that. And you just try to stick a finger up anybody, anybody's ass. It's going to fucking hurt. And that was the one time I almost hit a woman. The one time. Because I heard like a bitch. I was like, ah! I was like, ooh, don't do that again. Ooh, yeah. That is the most painful experience I've had. All right, wait, wait. I, I got a third one. I got a third one. All right. Oh, you do? Yeah. What's your gayest experience with a guy? What's up with you? This guy? Oh, What's up with you with this gay shit, man? What's up with you? He's like, yo, this guy fucking lives in San Francisco. He does some gay shit all the time. Um, Go ahead, big. <laughs> okay, okay. So I've got, I have two things to say. So you only have to say one. <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna say two. I'm gonna say two. Gayest thing. Oh fuck! I get gayest thing I've ever done. With another male, um, way back in the high school days, back when this was like socially acceptable, it's obviously not anymore, so definitely don't do it. But like back in the day, guys would like whoop out their dicks and be like, yo, look at my dick. <laughs> like it happened all the time. And like, uh, this is like back in early text messaging, pre iPhone shit. All the men nodded in agreement. I, 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 this is me and my friend Kenny. Kenny, uh, Kenny used to be in my, uh, in my band back in the day. And like I had this this fucking flip phone, right, with this tiny little square camera. And we're like, yo, we would always like take weird pictures. Like he would tuck his nuts in, take a picture and send it. And people would be like, yo, you fucking this black chick, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but one day we're like, yo, like, let's do something stupid. I don't know what the fuck we were doing. I don't know if we were like smoking or whatever. I was like pretty young. Uh we we drew smiley faces on our dicks, right? And we're like, yo, we're gonna take a picture of this and send it and be watch people be like, yo, what the fuck? And so we had our dicks, like, like <laughs> that close to each other, like, barely touching. And we didn't think about it. We took the picture, and we sent it out to be like, yo, like, fuck you guys. And they're all like, yo, bro, your dicks are real fucking close. And then I went, oh, shit, you're right. Like, I didn't even think about this. That's really fun. That's the closest I have, like, experience-wise, like, gay shit with somebody. But then I moved to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> in San Francisco, they got this thing like everyone knows about fucking uh, like gay pride. Gay pride ain't shit. Gay pride's awesome, but it ain't shit. Uh, there's many multiple other like weird things that go on out here. Like one of them's called Folsom. And I remember my ex manager, uh, he he went to it. He's super gay, and he was like, "Yo, Max, like you're gonna love this. Like I I witnessed a dude suck his own dick in the middle of the street." Like, Damn. you need to see this. You need to come out. And I was like, yo, dude, I'm there. So I went out. Like, yo, I'm there. <laughs> I was like, yo, I got to see this. This is fucking, this is wild. No. So I go out there. Uh, it's, it's, this is last year. It was me. We're not going to have a Folsom this year. And it's fucking upsetting. But it was me, um, my so friend sad. Keith, my sister, in a way, Hannah and her friend. Um, we came out. We all were there. We met up with my gay friend, Finn. He had his boyfriend with him and everything's all cool his boyfriend was you know taking shots and doing shit so he was already like in, in a headspace and we're all in this like fucking crowded ass area it's open it's on Folsom Street so it's outside sun's blaming down 
everyone's like naked like there's naked dudes everywhere like i've I touched many a dicks and i'm like you know just watching by and i'm like, and, like <laughs> i was like wait a minute <laughs> there's, there's yeah, pictures and shit yeah. this, like on on my instagram of like i was like in there's this thing called pup gear and shit like where guys gay men dress up almost like dogs in a way yeah. and we're like all right like we're gonna put on this gear so we look like we're part of the the Folsom crowd. So I was just walking around my my t-shirt off, like got the chest tattoos, a little bit of hairy fuzz. I had dudes come by, smack my ass, and I'm like, like okay, cool, I'm attractive. Like thank you, like I needed this, it made me feel good. But we're in this like damn near mosh pit, right? Waiting in a line to get drinks. Oh, the story's not even over. It's still Brand going. Thin, yeah, <laughs> Branson is right here, right here next to me. Like we're damn near holding hands. And I was talking to him. His boyfriend comes up starts kissing up on his neck and i'm like oh you know it's fine like you know there's shit going on everywhere everything's cool i pull down his pants pull down finn's pants goes right in dick right inside and i'm right here i am right here and i'm like well i can't move like i can't get out of this situation i'm like yo i just gotta watch my friend get fucked in the ass right now okay and i just oh. I'm there, I'm like okay Bro. This is happening. <laughs> that's shit. the biggest thing that's ever happened. So when you edit this episode, Dante, we need an NSFW, like, warning. Yes. <laughs> hey, you want to ask me questions, I'm going to be brutally honest with it. I'm not okay. going to say, Max, I love it. Just for your future, I hope you never run for president. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Yo, Donald Trump became president by saying I'm going to grab pussy. Like, <laughs> Yeah, but he wasn't standing next to dudes getting fucked in the ass, though. Maybe it's a totally was. different story. We don't, we don't know. We don't. Know. Hey, that just shows that I'm I'm there for the people. Like, hey, I'm there for you. Like, you could be there it. for them without doing that. <laughs> fucking <Sure>. Max Savage. <laughs> Kylie said Max low key likes that shit. I bet. Oh, but likes likes watching dudes. My best friend get fucked right in front of me. I'm gonna be honest. No, it was kind of traumatizing. Like I even had talked to him. Like, yo, you okay? Like you were crying a little bit. Your boy, like one of your best boys, one of your best homies, is is gay. But like, do you not celebrate if he gets some? Like you would with your straight friends? Yeah, you. It's it's not the same thing. He always gets some. I am concerned when he doesn't get some. Like, right now, I mean, the thing about, like, gay people, especially, because I, I always knew gay people outside of San Francisco, where, like, they get in relationships, they stick with one person, it's cool. In San Francisco, it's a little different. So, like, mm-hmm. he's in a relationship with a male, of course, um, but they're both very open. So, they go to, like, fucking orgies, they go to, like, sex beaches, and they do, they have sex all the time. And when he's like, yeah, I just fucked my boyfriend here, so I'm like, oh, just him? Like, that's it? Like, what's wrong with you? And I always, I always get at him around there. He's like, man, I haven't had sex in a while. And I'm like, fuck's wrong with you, bro? Like, you could go outside and get some at any moment. You have a roommate there that you can, you know, you're the one who's choosing not to. Like, that's all on you. It's a completely different world out here. We should have uh, had your friend on the Polly episode. I want him on this show so fucking bad. You've been trying to push it for a while. I know. I have. Yeah. I've talked about it. I'm like, yeah. I want this dude. I, you know what? I'll try to see if I can talk to him. I'll try to get him on for Sunday. He will have the amazing content that you, that like mm-hmm. mind blowing shit. Like the things I witnessed when I've been hanging out with him, done. Like you, can't, right. you can't even talk about the kind of shit I've seen with this guy. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> hey guys, we're going to take a 30 second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. 
Hey, guys. Just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website for Why Day Podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on. And we're on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, and we're also on uh, Spotify. So, and we also actually have this video, um, the episode of the video, on our YouTube channel, on the Wide Date Podcast web, uh, YouTube channel, which is also in that website. And we have a Patreon website as well. Now, if you guys want to donate $5 a month, is we're going to give you guys the all-exclusive behind-the-scenes content where 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational pe- speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, feel free to do that. Go on to It's also on the Patreon website on our, our on our Why Date podcast episode. And just put it in there. And Or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. But, all right, don't want to take too much of you guys' time. Get back into the episode right now. Man, all right. Well, I think I heard a little too much. But you know what? Max never, he never, he always is about detail. All right. He's, he's very detailed on his stories. Very detailed, so, of course. Uh, very detailed, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Kim said, I'd love to hear the gay slash queer perspective of voices on here. Yeah, me too. I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to start doing that too. That's why you're doing gay perspective? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Guy. Oh, so uh, the one of the guys who asked a question for you, uh, Red Pill, he has uh, he's following up on a question. I guess uh, do people forget stuff like this in relationships? Um, I've seen a lot of people let themselves go in a relationship. I think he was talking about yeah. the last. Okay, yeah. you know what I'm talking about. Okay, okay. Yeah, and I've done it. I've done it before. It's like you know, I I went like a handful of months, and I was like, and one day I was like, you know, I haven't really done anything for my lady in like months. Like I just. I've been just busy. And then when I'm not busy, I'm just literally doing nothing. It's like I probably start taking her out, getting her flowers. Pro tip, and I kind of feel back. This is like, it's not, it's literally, it's one part of like my game, like my relationship game, right? It's different than dating game, relationship game, is I think every man should do this. You should go in your calendar and pick four random days every single month. And on those four random days, you pick a small gift for your girlfriend or lady. Like, is that... Girls, are, girls like spontaneous stuff. They want you to get yeah. it just because, right? Yeah. Well, men are forgetful. We just are. Yes. Why? Because we typically don't care about those kind of things. Sorry. So go in your calendar right now, in your Google calendar, and put in four different things. You got to do like coffee, flowers, teddy bear, leave a sweet note in her lunchbox, right? And box. just set it for the entire year. For the entire lots year. Of lunchbox. Right. I know it's even better during these hard times. It's really hard to get any of those items besides like a note. So it shows extra effort. Like, and this is, this is true. Um, there's a place that me and my girlfriend go to, that we used to go to all the time before obviously this, the world went to shit and they sell the best cannolis in the fucking world, like hands down. And the, the, the operation, like it's still open, like the restaurant's still open and available but like yeah. it is so hard to get stuff the the trains that run out here aren't running so you have to hop on a bus which comes once an hour get over grab the food and like i planned this whole thing out to be like hey you know what she's been she's been dealing with my shit recently i'm gonna say i just all i got two cannolis four bucks she cried 
she was like, holy shit, I needed this. It's little things, those little itty bitty things that really make better than just buying somebody jewelry. Like I've always said that. And I, I agree. Like if you put down four, maybe not four a month, you know, just because like, then it kind of feels like if you, if you end up skipping one, they'll be like, Hey, like, what's up? Like, I didn't get anything special this month. Like, I tried yeah, to, like, you know, space it out. Um, <laughs> just tell her, like, yeah, you know what, you kind of made mad this week. Bitch, I'll tell her what she did. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you're being, <laughs> a, you're being a bitch. Like, Whoa, I was going to do something, but hey, fuck you. You're going to be like, oh, Don't you're check right. me. I didn't How get dare you. <laughs> she's going to think back and be like, wait, you know what? Dare I you. kind of was. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. You put her hair points out. Don't even worry about it. Dare you question me. <laughs> All right, so... Let's see. We got a few more questions that I want to ask. All right. Uh, huh. How to tell some? How to tell if someone is playing hard to get, or genuinely disinterested? I think we kind of covered that one. Yeah, With the question, I, I think Red Pill very much like. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Um. While women are known for playing hard to get. In what ways do men play the hard to get game? Definitely hot awesome. and cold is definitely the I think the number one go to for men is playing hot and cold. Yeah. Okay. Um, not being available, just not being available. Like just like for me, in my I have a calendar when I do certain work projects or when I'm like in deep work or I'm unavailable or in shallow work where I can check my phone every so often. Mm. And I haven't told anyone my schedule. So no one knows when I'm in deep work, I'm not available, or when I am available. So it is always kind of a surprise. And so it messages me on a day where, on, at a time where I'm normally available and I'm not, and I don't tell anybody anything. So that kind of works for game in a way. I have a question. So, How do you know if you've gone too far with, with uh, <laughs> I guess, being unavailable? You know, like, yeah. like when you're like, yo, I'm just trying to play hard to get. Like, I'm trying to try something new. I'm trying to do what I can. Yeah. How, yeah. like... Do you feel like you could accidentally jeopardize the entire situation by playing hard to get too much? And how would you backtrack out of that? Um, you can't, because typically, and this one sucks. When, as a man, when you backtrack, you give up frame. So backtracking and trying to make up for something is, it shows a lot, a lot of compassion and empathy to make up for a mistake, but that is not a masculine trait. So even though it's a good thing to do and it's a great thing to do, you're demonstrating feminine energy and most women aren't receptive. It's crazy as it sounds. When you have a connection and you make up for something where you fucked up, yes. When you don't have that connection and you've been kind of like ghosting her a little bit or being a little iffy and then all of a sudden you're really, really into her, she's going to think, oh, now this guy wants me. Now I'm going to play hard to get. And I tell all my guy friends, this is like an iron law. This is irrefutable. Energy is always better spent getting a new woman then repairing things with one you fucked up with if you guys aren't like in a relationship if you're just trying to like just run game or just trying to talk to her or just like trying to get her to get a number or whatever right yeah. let's say you're trying to hit on some girl who works across from you in the mall and you fuck it up you don't make up for it just let it go energy is always better spent just finding somebody new than trying to repair what the time if, uh, you fucked up what if she you're really into her though what if get over it well, okay. Well, so I think what you can do. Actually, I agree with that. Yeah. I think I think what you can do is is relative to towards time. So let's say you let's say you accidentally played a little bit too hard to get, like a little too hard to get, and right. like now you've distanced yourself away from this person, but you still want something with this person. So what you do is you still stay like available, you still stay around, 
but you don't like like you're saying you don't go after the person as hard as you were before like you can still could like you almost you almost in a way put her into the friend zone kind of like yeah you know what like i think we should just be friends like you put her into the friend zone and then you can build back that over time like don't expect it to happen next month but like if it is somebody that you really want to be with somebody that you really wanted and you're just trying to like play the cool card and you feel like you fucked up i feel like you can still come out of it by having enough time and distance away to then be able to come back and play it again but this time be like maybe a little bit more cautious i don't want to fuck up like i did last time i think that can still work yeah yeah i I, agree i I can see that working i can't say that's not going to work yeah my only addition would be if you fuck up i wouldn't like slowly build back up i would literally just like just cut it off for a few months and then try again. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can. You can just, like, not talk to it. And then, like, two months later, you know, like, she sees you. You see you guys. Uh, let's say mall example. Like, you guys come to the food court. Oh, yeah, yeah, let me get you, let me get you something quick. And it's like, hey, like, what happened last time? I haven't heard of you for a couple months. Like, yeah, I've just been busy. Yeah, you know, I just got, got shit going on. Like, just been busy. Like, that, that means literally anything. I've been busy means I've been playing the new Final Fantasy. Like, fuck it. She doesn't know that. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got we got to talk about that, man. Uh, we got to talk about that. We ain't got to talk about shit about that game. Fuck that game. <laughs> man, I'm, I'm, I'm on to something new. Yeah, I messed up, man. I messed up my quarantine, man. All right. <laughs> Kylie asked a question. When a man is playing hard to get, what do they expect from the woman? Sex. So this is what's really <laughs> sex though. We don't want regular sex. Like if, if we're playing hard to get, we don't want like regular missionary. Like that's a. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. He's <laughs> like, hard to get. Like, that's like, what this I is what I require. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, a requirement. Because I, mean, I mean that's that's kind of what that's kind of what I do. Like and I, it's not like I do this all the time. So I'm like trying to put it at me and be like, oh, this is nice. It's kind of an asshole. But like if I'm if I feel like I've I've been I've been crossed, you know, and I'm like. Hmm. And like I'm being kind of sour and bitter towards my woman. I'm like, mm. like what I'm expecting at the end is like to come into the room and her to be like, just, just do it to me. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> like this is this how it is. But I guess that's just how my relationships are, where it's like if they feel like, oh, like, like because I, I, I don't, I think it's a Jewish trait, and I'm, I don't really like putting too much race into whatever happens. But yeah. Jewish people are very like driven on putting as much guilt onto somebody as you can, you know, try to like break them down with guilt. And my whole family's done that to me. And I try not to. So my guilty ways towards people is to literally just silence myself around them. Where I'm just like, no, like, like, it's cool. It's fine. Okay, cool. And like that eats at people a lot more than if I were to just like bicker and nag or whatever, where I'm just like, no, it's fine. Where I'm just silently compliant. People are like, "Oh shit, okay, okay." And when it comes to girls, that's that's when that's when I'll I'll lay over and I'll like move over to this side, and then I'll get the I'll get the the big spoon action coming on me, and that's when I'm like, "Oh yeah, that's about to happen." The big spoon, little spoon. I feel like we've been. I'm not gonna lie, I've been definitely hogging a lot of screen time. I want to hear what Aunt Shirley has to say. Oh, yeah. Aunt Shirley's been quiet, huh? We, well, we got five minutes, so Aunt Shirley. Yeah, you I get the have... last five minutes. What the fuck? I don't have anything to say. I'm just listening. How about, how about you say the buzzword? We get to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> Playing games. Yeah, she did it. <laughs> okay, somebody ask questions. Um, All right, Shirley. 
I have a question. It's a multiple part question. Oh my God. Okay. And this is, I think you're going to like it because it's not embarrassing. All right. So if you had to, let's say you're, you're giving a speech, giving your presentation, right? On female game, on being a woman and teaching women game, what would be the first three things that are like iron laws that cannot be broken? Um, number one, fuck girl code. If you find someone that you find attractive and you have a strong connection with him, go after him. Don't allow the morals of like girls like trying to get in your ear about how he's like and da 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 all this stuff. You need to be very aware of what you want as a woman and don't allow tradition to prevent you from getting it. That's like the number one thing. Um, Not to the expense of like trying to like um, hurt people. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like just saying fuck you to like traditional roles and saying that like, oh, because you're a woman, you can't approach first. Or because you're a woman, like um, you can't say what you want sexually and stuff like that. No. But just like forget conventions, do what you want. Go for it. Do what you want. Yeah, that's the number one thing. Okay. Um... Number two, I think it's really important to play up your femininity. Um, I think we live in a culture where women are kind of trained to do both and even kill and repress the femininity or the feminine within themselves. And I think um, when, it's, when it's about game, femininity is a currency and you should definitely play it up to your benefit. Um, yeah, I think those are the two major things I'd, I would say. What is, in, in your experience, I'm assuming you're somebody who, you're not afraid to initiate if you want to. Right, I'm not. What is like one of like your secret games? Like this is, some, this is like one of your, some from Anne Shirley's playbook. Ooh, Anne Shirley's playbook, so I'm gonna call it. Oh, see, I, I feel like you have to be like chaotic evil initially, like just like throw him off guard. Cause guys don't expect like women to say certain things. Exactly. So, like, um i just like go and i go straight into the dms and i'm like yo that beard looks so good let me write it like something like that (laughs) and he'll be thrown (laughs) off (laughs) um but it's like we'll laugh it off but it like it breaks it breaks that like awkwardness just be chaotic so i love that you said that i think someone i think it was kylie somebody asked what do you do if a guy is playing hard to get break his frame yeah break his frame exactly. and you exactly. typically break his frame by being aggressive and chaotically evil right yeah. so if a guy is like playing hard to get and he says something on the lines of oh man if i wasn't so busy i, I would do this to, to you too right i'll do this thing like kind of like and normally the girl would be like oh like what i'll tell you later I got right <laughs> no fuck that you come and as a girl a girl's gonna be like oh you're not gonna do much i can tell you, you can't handle it and just exactly. that's breaking his frame chaotic evil you be like wait what and i hate saying this but to be honest frame comes down to responsibility and it's like the most responsible person in the relationship to maintain the frame and sometimes it's the girl and sometimes it's the guy the person who has the most integrity should maintain control in the frame all right well we got one minute nice we got a couple seconds left well it's over now the live stream so i'm gonna wrap this up and we're going on the post episode um we'll go on there to be able to be here for the post episode it's all no worries so we'll just we'll just do that. Then we'll start off with that, and then boom, ask the same questions on there. Are you gonna live stream the post episode? Yeah. All right, because I can do that. I just gotta handle something. All right. Okay. All right, guys. So Max, you're gonna go on the post episode, right? Sure. All right. See so, yeah, <laughs> ya.
Sure. All right. All right. So thank, just want to say thank you guys for coming on the episode. And um, stay tuned for the next episode for those who are listening. Appreciate you guys joining in. Um, stay tuned for the next little topic we might have. Well, we will have. And, uh, yeah, everything's going to be on the Y-Day podcast. Get some Patreon. 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 If you guys want to subscribe, all the exclusive stuff is going to be on the episode. Um you know, it's all the all the post episodes and everything like that's gonna be on there. Like I said, I'm I'm rich now, so I got a stimulus check, so I'm gonna probably give out some free shirts, you know, throw out some prizes. I just gotta find out who can make them for me now because everything's closed. But uh yeah, so we'll get into that guys. All right. Well, other than that, enjoy you guys the rest of your day. Thank you for coming Peace. on. All right. Bye y'all. Peace.